0: Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Guys,
1: this is your moment. This is your time. This is our time. We got to show them what we're about. We got to show them what you're about. I want you to enunciate your words. Be slow when you talk. Be passionate about what you're talking about know what you're talking
0: about. You gotta be calm, cool and collective. Yeah. Yeah, George, I can do this. Let's go.
1: Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off
2: with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome into Sound Off Sunday night. John Sears along with Michael Admire filling in for Keith Murphy. Not sure where Keith is. We believe he's in Jamaica somewhere, probably in a hot tub sipping on a daiquiri.
0: Yeah, Keith has been on vacation for, like, five days and just posting pictures. Tweeting pictures.
2: pictures of, kind of
0: been back here freezing.
2: Razzing us on oh, Sound Off. He's living gosh. the good life right now, having fun. But we're filling in for you for the next half hour. And we got kind of a, uh, a, a lot of topics to talk about. A great week of sports.
0: Yeah, not an off week by any means. And no. when it starts off like it did with the NCAA Tournament Championship game on Monday, you have Marcus Page and then the buzzer beater. And then you roll into opening week of baseball, which I personally
2: you love. You love it. You're I a Royals it. fan. I love You're it. You're a baseball guy. Watch
0: as many games, soak up as many games as I possibly can. Yeah. And Monte's coming back. The NCAA Tournament is done. Uh, what, Steph Curry?
2: Warriors, 72, right 72 wins. And then obviously today, the, the hot topic Jordan Speeth had the Masters in his hands until, until the 12th hole. Quadruple bogey for Speeth on the 12th hole. No green jacket for Jordan. He was trying to make it back to back Masters titles. Did Speeth choke or did Danny Willett win it? What a day for sports. Give us a call. We got lines open 282 9010. You want to talk about Cubs? You want to talk about uh, the Masters, basketball, anything? Give us a call, we're ready for you, 282-9010. Murphy's Law takes a week off, time for, I think. I think Jordan Speeth's collapse is one of the more shocking things I've seen. Not because I haven't seen someone choke at golf, happens all the time, but because it was Speeth. In the few years we've seen Speeth, he's been rock solid, clutch in the biggest moments. For 10 minutes on Sunday, he wasn't, and Danny Willett took advantage. I think the NCAA got it wrong in banning satellite recruiting football camps. I've yet to hear a good explanation about why they're banning the camps. ESPN said it's because they don't want recruiting to turn into the wild, wild west. Helping kids go to camps closer to where they live is the wild west? I call BS. The SEC didn't want the rest of the country invading their southern recruiting territory, so the NCAA gave in. That's weak. I feel bad for Brent Metcalf. All he's ever wanted in his wrestling career is to wrestle for an Olympic gold medal. But again, the former Hawkeye comes up short at the Olympic trials. He's 29. I doubt many people work harder at their craft, but it just might not be in the cards for Brent. I think Monte Morris made the right decision to return to Iowa State. I am surprised he didn't at least test the waters and get evaluated by NBA scouts. I don't think Monte is ready for the NBA. That's not a knock, but the truth. He needs to get bigger and prove he can score at an elite level. The NBA is the toughest league in the world to get a job in. Don't believe me? Just take a look at some of the names in the D-League that can't even sniff the NBA. Huge thanks to Villanova and North Carolina for making the title game one for the ages. Maybe the best ever. When I watched Nova dismantle Iowa, I thought they could win the title. They did, on an epic finish. And that epic finish would not have happened without Iowan Marcus Page. One of the guttiest, toughest performances I've seen. A down senior year was almost erased with the shot of a lifetime. Props to Marcus. I covered him in high school. Class act, hell of a player, and an Iowan through and through. And what a picture of
0: that shot that he had oh. that no one will remember. We are one week into the new baseball season, and the Cubs look like the World Series favorites. Chicago has scored 42 runs in six games. Their lineup is stacked, and their pitching staff has two aces, but Cubs fans already got a painful reminder about how fragile the season can be. An ugly collision during the third game ends Kyle Schwarber's year. The injury sucks, but it won't cost the Cubs a chance at their first World Series title since before the Titanic, the movie, and the actual sinking. I feel bad for Schwarber. Good thing he's only 23 years old. Honestly, I, I feel worse for you all. Schwarber's injury took Munenori Kawasaki away from the I Cubs.
2: Mm, love that guy.
0: One game? That's it? What did we do to deserve this? Man, I loved the farewell tour today at the Marshalltown Roundhouse. It was an event that was truly Iowa. George Nyang, Paul Jesperson, Matt Bohannon, Wes Washburn, and Anthony Clemens laced it up against a few old-timers, seniors versus seniors this senior bunch transformed the basketball programs at the respective schools nine combined tournament wins in the last four years a fitting send off to a memorable group and finally no ncaa to keep them from you know making some money off their names off their names and off their brand
2: yeah uh we talked about baseball you talk about Mm -hmm. baseball cubs what are they five and one to start the season five and one to start the season and they are pulverizing teams. Just killing them right now. Let's go to uh, Jake in Dallas Center Grimes. Jake, you're a Cubs fan. What do you think of this start from Chicago? Uh,
1: this is Jake Arvazio and uh, Cheeser's my uncle and I'm picking
0: the name of the Royals to go to the World Series and my, my next, uh, uncle, Caesar said so he's going to go to Mickey's on Wednesday and pick up some chicks. Uh, Royals going to the World you Series? Take the I'll, I'll take, take it. Series.
2: Now, was that Cheeser's uncle?
0: I think that's what I heard. It was a little fuzzy.
2: Uh, the but voice was a little high. It yeah. sounded like, I don't know if Cheezer has a seven-year-old uncle. I don't know how that works.
0: Oh, you think it was Cheezer then?
2: I think it was Cheezer. Oh. I think it was Cheezer. Yeah,
0: I always sneak in. All right, in. Uh,
2: Gary, <laughs> Gary is an iCubs fan. Gary, what do you think about the iCubs so far? They are kind of struggling out of the gates. Like, I don't know if Cheezer has a seven-year-old uncle. I don't know how that works. Oh, you think it was Cheezer. Got then? to turn the TV down. Gary! That was a little rough there, man. Remember, guys, turn your TVs down. 9010, Not off to a good start. But hey, I got the green jacket. I was going to say
0: maybe the callers are so confused by your green I didn't jacket.
2: The, I did not win the Masters. Oh, you did? No. But how and did you get the jacket? Danny Willett won the Masters. But uh, I just got the jacket. Okay. So uh, let's try. Let's try another one. Mel and Van Meter. Mel and Van Meter. are going to switch it up. Wants to talk about uh, the Big Twelve. Mel, what's your thoughts? Hey, I'm seventy five years old. Oh boy.
0: And. I watched mainly Big 12 basketball this season. It was
2: absolutely the worst officiating I've seen in my 75 years. Mel, 75 years, that's a lot of years you've watched basketball. This was the worst officiating ever?
0: Yes. It gets worse every year. They don't call hand-checking. I'm watching the Iowa State-Virginia game. The Virginia guy drives in, the guy out at the half calls a foul on Iowa State. The replay shows he wasn't within a foot of it. Uh, I, and then North Carolina and Villanova, they, they wrestle for the ball on the floor. The North Carolina guy has the ball, and they call a foul on, foul on him. <laughs> Is
2: that... Mel, thanks for the hassle? call. I, I, that sounded a little bit like hassle, but I think it was Mel. 75-year-old okay. Mel not happy with the referees. I think there's a lot of people who usually aren't happy with the referees when stuff doesn't go that way. And right. the game has
0: changed a little bit, so... Yeah. Yeah. In, in 75 years? Well, Mel's watched a lot year? of basketball,
2: so hey, and look, there's questionable calls in every game. And man, what a weird show this is already. Bad calls to start, and we're already talking about basketball. we We got about 11 months left Keith basketball. Keith goes to Jamaica for one week. Keith's in Jamaica, and it sounds like the callers we are drunk tonight. We the <laughs> Man, hey, how about uh-huh. some uh, twins with a local connection? Old Spice judges. Christie says Iowa basketball star Peter Jock is a twin for Space Jam's Monstar. Old Spice. Likes well, that one on Space Jam. That's a great movie with uh, Mr. Jordan. Uh, Iowa caucus winner Ted Cruz. This is a little bit of a stretch for a local connection. Ted Cruz is a twin for Drake's or Duke's Grayson Allen. Old Spice. Not digging oh. out, not digging Cruz and Grayson Allen. Okay. And look at this. How about an extra twin? Now this this was a <laughs> former lookalike. It was actually given a, the buzzer three years ago by B-Ross, but Tommy from Beaverdale has resubmitted it every week for three years. He wants a redo. So here goes Tommy from Beaverdale, former Iowa State quarterback Sam Richardson, looks like former Drake quarterback Mike Piatkowski. Old Spice. And it gets the thumbs up oh, this Tommy time. Tommy from Beaverdale is pumped. Redemption for Tommy.
1: It's a cold, harsh, unreasonable world out there. And you know who can attest to that? Huh. The luckiest guy we know. I'll explain next in What's Bugging Andy. You can always
2: follow us on Twitter, at SoundOff13, get into the conversation. Justin writes, Marcus Page should have gone to Iowa to avoid lose, the feeling of losing in the championship game. Second round hurts much less. Obviously, <laughs> Justin, a little bit of a joking around a little bit. Love to play in that championship game. For the first time in eight years, the Chicago Bulls will not be in the NBA playoffs.
0: Many Bulls fans blame Fred Hoiberg, and that's what's
1: bugging Andy. All right guys, our feelings belong to us and us alone. Seems like that goes without saying, but then society often butts in and wants to have an influence on those feelings. I mean, we're told who we should like and dislike, who's a villain and who's a hero, who we should be inspired by and who we should be offended by. We usually go along with that kind of conventional wisdom, but tonight I'm not. I feel bad for Fred Hoiberg. It's his first season in Chicago and it hasn't gone well. He's had to deal with a slew of injuries and some underachieving stars and, of course, the kind of not-so-Iowa-nice fans and media that you'd expect to find in a giant city like Chicago. One where the bar is set so impossibly high, only the second coming of Michael Jordan could hope to clear it. Now, you will immediately remind me that no one forced him to take that job, he knew what he was getting into, and he's making millions of dollars in Chicago whether he wins, loses or even gets fired, but I still feel sorry for him, and I'll tell you why. I've never been rich and famous, but I'm almost certain it's a lot like being middle-class and healthy. It's probably like being tall with a full head of hair or like being happily married and owning a car. I have all of those things going for me and I consider myself lucky because there are a lot of people in the world who don't have those things and desperately wish that they did. But that doesn't mean I haven't felt sorry for myself or that the pressures of the life that I'm fortunate to lead don't get the best of me from time to time. I mean sometimes to the point where others might actually think, damn I'm glad I'm not Andy right now and take pity on me. If everything in life is about perspective then that includes sympathy and that feeling shouldn't be reserved for only the planet's neediest cases. I feel bad for Fred Hoiberg. He's a good guy and a good coach And I think that Chicago should give him a year or two to get his footing in the NBA. Then again, I think my two-year-old should eat his beets and carrots without a fight, but there ain't no chance of that. I feel bad for Hoiberg because I know his kids were heartbroken to leave their friends and family here in Iowa and that they're just now getting comfortable in Chicago. I know his wife and his mom and dad and that they're feeling some of the pain and maybe some regret and maybe they worry about what's to come. And even though I know they'll be all right, I think it's okay to feel bad about their new position in a much colder, more demanding world of professional sports. When an NBA coach is good, they almost never get the credit. When his team is bad, they almost always get most of the blame. When the coach is someone I don't know, I don't feel bad about that, but this time I do and I do and I don't wanna hear that there's anything wrong with that. Fred Hoiberg has money, fame, a beautiful family, and great hair. But he's also got some of my sympathy. Not pity, sympathy. And if you think that's wrong, you're what's bugging me. Andy, thanks.
2: Phone line's open, 282-9010. Who's in your five up next? Top five cyclones in my lifetime. Where does George Niang rank? That's next. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Muninori Kawasaki apparently has some new fans. Ian Lumley writes I love this guy. He has great energy and he's hilarious. He loves the game and it shows. If you ever get a chance to catch more of his interviews on the MLB network, it is worth
1: it.
0: They are good. Alex Schnurpel writes, Aw, it's amazing to see people that struggle with languages push through and keep going. I study Chinese and struggle so bad, but I look up to baseball players that come from their home country, are intent on learning any other languages besides their native
2: language. Pusha. Alex gets it. He does get it. All the posts weren't that good. No. Who's in your five? Last week it was Hawkeyes. This week, top five Cyclones of my lifetime. Remember, born in 1981. Number five, Jamal Tinsley. 2001 Big 12 Player of the Year. Led ISU to -to back-to-back Big 12 titles. Never lost a game in Hilton. Number four, the mayor, Fred Hoiberg. Top five statistically in ten different categories at Iowa State. All-American, first-team All-Big Eight. Number three, George Niang. Second all-time leading scorer, most wins. Led Iowa State to four NCAA tournaments, All-Big 12 and All-American. Number two, Jeff Grayer. All-time leading scorer, over 2,500 points, three-time All-Conference player. And number one, a guy you met today, Marcus Pfizer, Consensus first-team All-American, Big 12 Player of the Year, runner-up, AP Player of the Year. Led Iowa State to the Big 12 title and the elite Elite Eight. He was an absolute beast. When he was at Iowa State, let's hit the phones real quick. Uh, Nick and Bondurant wants to talk about Fred Hoyberg. Nick, your thoughts on Hoiberg and the Bulls, and they uh, they struggled this season.
1: No, what uh, my question was is that do you think they signed Prome to a short-term contract with no legit big-time money
2: to therefore that they're gonna Hoiberg will be fired by
1: the Bulls, so they're gonna hire have Hoyberg come back.
0: I don't imagine Iowa State will hold on and wait for what Chicago is going to do. They have a good coach right now. They have everything in place. Uh, I, I don't see them waiting around for No, Fred.
2: Uh, Fred wanted to go to the NBA. This is his dream job. He wanted a chance at this. Uh, he's not a guy that's going to be coaching into his 60s and his 70s. Uh, he's got the heart condition. He wanted to give the NBA a run. I don't feel he's going to come back to college. There are challenges in college that he wasn't a fan of. He loves Iowa State. He loves Ames, but I think uh, when his NBA time is up, I, I don't see him coaching much after that. Let's go to uh, Phil, Phil on line one. Phil, you're at the uh, the Farewell Tour Day. Michael had a lot of fun there today.
1: Hey, Michael, I just wanted to thank you uh, for for bringing the crew down and filming. We had a great time. Thanks so much. Hey,
0: no problem, Phil. Really cool event there. So uh, much Pfizer fun. flew in from Vegas just for the weekend. Uh, a lot of Jake Sullivan was throwing up threes. You had all the seniors there. Really cool event. be fun to see you know Monte Morris out there next year, Nas sure. Long, some of, the, uh, some of the other guys, Peter Jock.
2: Yeah, be a lot of fun. Javi Baez will be in Iowa on Monday. know that. But oh, will he ever make it in Chicago? We face off next. Last night,
1: one of the lineups. You can always
2: email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. Todd writes, shout out to Grandview Sports. The men's volleyball team won their conference tournament and qualified for the national tournament. They have dudes from Brazil, Puerto Rico, Hawaii, and Altoona. <laughs> the a wide array of players there. Lots of fun, though. They're really good time to bounce around some more
0: topics. We call it Face Off. John, Shaq and Allen Iverson went into the Hall of Fame this week. You're starting a team. Who you got?
2: Man, this is tough. Two of my all-time favorite players growing up. Iverson is the greatest small guard to ever play the game, but I got to go with Shaq. Four championships, three-time MVP in his prime, the most dominant force to ever play the game.
0: And he was a genie. Yes, he was. The Golden State Warriors beat the Spurs tonight, which means they've tied the record uh, with bulls, with the bulls for all-time wins, can they break it Wednesday against the Grizzlies? And do you want Steph Curry and company to get it?
2: I don't, and that's nothing against the Warriors. Love Curry, favorite player to watch today, but I don't think these Warriors are as good as the '95-'96 Bulls. I'd put that Chicago team up against any team in NBA history. They're the best I've seen, but the Warriors are great. Do you think they'll get it? I do. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, Nicholas Baer gets a scholarship. Fran McCaffrey did the right
2: thing, right? He did. With two available scholarships, one had to go to Bear. He earned it. When a walk-on is playing better and playing more than six scholarship players, yeah, he deserves one. Bear will never be a star, but he's a great hustle energy guy off the bench.
0: Javi Baez will be back in Des Moines tomorrow with the iCubs on rehab assignment. Do you think Baez will ever crack the lineup in Chicago?
2: Crack it, yes. Be a starter and a star, no. He has to become more of a consistent hitter. He has the power, but we've yet to see him hit for average.
0: Dale Earnhardt Jr. got social media in an uproar when he tweeted out his favorite sandwich, banana mayo. Tell me you wouldn't.
2: Banana mayo. I'm tempted to try it, banana and mayo. Mm -hmm. I like mayo and I like bananas, but not together. What's next, oranges and relish, pineapple, mustard? I'll stick with the Mm -hmm. PB&J. Over-under, overrated, Yao Ming. Known more for his 7'6 height than his actual play. Good, not great. Underrated.
0: Allen Iverson,
2: like you said, best answer. small
0: scoring guard of all time. Never had a great supporting cast, and he was awesome on the mic. A
2: couple more calls before we got to end the show. Let's go with uh, Tim and Granger. Tim and Granger, you got a call about Fred Hoiberg. Uh, first of all, my name's Sam. Oh. Second, uh, Sam. i got a comment. Andy, he chose to sympathize with Hoiberg in Chicago. I completely don't agree. Okay. Uh, he took a storied franchise. He's effectively destroyed it after they fired a, uh, the second most winning coach in Chicago Bulls history. I, I don't think he even deserved a position in Chicago, and the fact that he inherited an injured team is a joke. They made be the playoffs for the past five years. Uh, Makes sound off great again. Uh, a
0: question for you there. Do you think it's Hoiberg? Well, I mean, a lot of injuries this year.
2: He's out. Mic drop. Mic drop, and he's out. My goodness! How about Rick and Des Moines? Rick, Rick, you got a Masters question.
1: I got a question about the Masters. Well, I watched the Masters golf tournament today. Yeah. And on hole number sixteen, there was three guys got a hole in one on it. Yeah. Okay, I can't remember who did it, but there was a ball close to the to the hole, and he hit it and hit that ball. It almost went in, and this did go in for a hole in one. What would have happened if the other ball on the green would have went in the hole before?
2: This is- if the other ball would have gone in real quick, they would have remarked that one because that one had already stopped. Louis Ustazen's ball was rolling. It went in, that counted. But yeah, three hole in ones today on number 16. Are
0: you sure you didn't win the Masters? I feel like I did.
2: This jacket just you look looks kind of cool. You look it. All right, that'll do it for us. Murph is back next week. We hope you are too.
0: We leave you with the sound off, send off. Former iCub Munanori Kawasaki with one of the best interviews of the year.
2: I-O, I like IOR because the call. Uh, I enjoy the call, because uh, my life enjoy, I don't know, sorry, yes, I like Chicago cabs because uh, my team, my family, you know,